Hello, and welcome to the Lynx Literature Saga. You're here with Rachel, Malachi, and Aiden. And today our episode is called Rest in Peace. <laughs> now, we are just a couple of high school students, so please don't attack us. This isn't going to be perfect, but it's our first episode, and, you know, just bear with us. It'll get better. So today, we're going to go back in time to an era of romanticism. Aiden, what's the definition of romanticism? According to Google, romanticism was a movement of art and literature that originated in the late 18th century, emphasizing inspiration, subjectivity, and the primacy of the individual. So really, romanticism was just a time when things like music and artists, paintings came out. It was this big celebration of art, rebirth of art, and along with all of these things came poetry. And so today we're going to be looking at two poems from that time period. One is called A Psalm of Life, and the other is called Thanatopsis. We'll summarize them, compare and contrast them, get off on our own opinions about them, and then we'll summarize everything we talked about at the end. So please, stay with us. The word Thanatopsis means a vision of death. This poem talks about death mainly, but not like it's something to be afraid of or something to dread. They use phrases like lies down to pleasant dreams and go forth under the open sky as ways to like calm you into getting ready to accept the fate that everyone eventually gets. It also ties into nature. Like as soon as you die, you're right back into it. Just like the big cycle. Um, <clears throat> the earth nourished thee shall claim thy growth is a quote that relates back to nature and you becoming back part of nature. William Bryant talks about how death is inevitable, but it's not something to dread. Oh, share thy destiny. A Psalm of Life talks about death, but more so how you should live in the now so the transition to death will be easier. It has sentences like, be not dumb like driven cattle, be a hero in the strife. It wants you to be yourself. In the first stanza, it talks about how life is yours. Make it yours. Be you. So that when you do pass away, you won't have any regret. You'll feel happy with what you have done. And then in the second stanza, it goes on to talk about leaving a legacy. Henry Longfellow uses a sentence, footprints on the sand of time, to represent a legacy. And it's very important to some people to leave a legacy, to be remembered after you pass away. And that's just kind of a reassurance of death, and that when you do die, you can still be remembered. Uh, so now we'll be uh, comparing the two passages, uh, A Psalm of Life and Then Autopsis. They both talk about death, but they both do it in a different kind of way. The Psalm of Life kind of just doesn't, it's not as dark, you could say. It talks more about living a full life so then you can accept the fate that everyone has, that everyone will eventually die. 
uh, where Thanatopsis goes more talking about the death itself and how dying is something that is natural and happens to everyone. You can't avoid it. It's, it's going to happen. And it kind of just kind of helps you accept the fact that it will happen. Just you never know when. They are both similar with talking about death. They both say that it is inevitable, which is a fact. It is inevitable. And they both want to help you cope with death. That is their goal. But they use different approaches. Like as Malachi was saying, Thanatopsis is more common. It uses words like the old gray ocean that compares to death. Lies down to pleasant dreams. It's addiction, like nourished. It wants to be calming. Compares it to oak trees, rocks. It's nature. It wants to tell you how beautiful everything is. It wants to calm you. It wants you to breathe and take a look around. That's what it's trying to do. Or as a psalm alive uses exclamation points. And the grave is not the goal. It uses goal. Like it's just a go get em sort of spiel. Um, it uses God oh heard. It's, it's preached into the choir. <laughs> it just really, its goal is to make you get up and say, hey, I'm going to go work out today. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to feel good about myself and I'm not going to regret it later. And um, it also gives a reassurance of having a legacy. It's it, the learn to labor and to wait. It really just is saying, go work now. It will pay off. Whereas Thanatopsis is just saying, take a look around. It's going to be okay. Okay, so now we have a couple questions for each other. We're kind of going to go into our own opinions on these poems. So our first question is, which poem do you like more, personally? I have to say, I definitely like Thanatopsis more. I really liked um, all the different nature metaphors and all the diction. Whereas I thought the psalm of life was almost like a speech. And for me, I don't seek out poetry that's like very speech and like, go do it. I don't seek out many things that are very much like that because it's not what interests me. Whereas I thought this was just a very like gentle way to talk about a very serious thing that people don't often like to talk about. So that's why I thought I liked the Antopsis more than psalm of life. Uh, I preferred A Psalm of Life just because of the fa I, I just really like the metaphors that they use in here to kind of help, I guess, describe what like having a full life is about and uh, how I just like to have a life that I can remember and like that I feel like was a good life. And I actually agree with that. I preferred Psalm of Life more because I personally think of myself as a go-getter. And when it says, and the grave is not the goal, I mean, that really stuck with me. Um, I want to work hard for something I'm doing now. I want to look back when I do get close to my time and think I lived a very good life. And the anatopsis just was, I, I liked how it came across, but... 
Islamo life gives me more of like a oomph, like a it's like you got it sort of feel. Next question: If you were talking to somebody else about death and they were scared, which way would you approach it? I think I would definitely do a little bit of both. Like, you have to accept that it's going to happen, and you have to realize you have to be comfortable with it before you can really get to the, I want to live a legacy, I want to have things that people remember me by, and I want to live a great life. So I think you definitely, they go together. You have to have one to have the other. I agree with that. I agree with that very much. Because I don't think I would choose just one, because you don't know... When you're talking to somebody else, it's very different. And I think these poems balance each other out very well. You want to comfort them. You want to tell them to calm down. You want to take a look around. You want to reassure them that nature is beautiful. And one day you're going to be a part of it. And it's going to be a nice, calm, relaxing thing like the ocean. But I don't want them to focus on that. I want them to still live in the now and be themselves and you always tell people to be themselves because you always want everyone to be themselves so just the whole bouncing out be yourself and one day it'll be okay both of those balance each other out i feel i see where you guys are coming from but i feel some of life just because i feel like it's easier to tell someone that or like just like ask them are you content to pass on? Have you lived the fullest life that you can live? Are you ready to go? Are you, have you done everything in your life that you want to do? Have you left the footprints that you want to leave? Just like when it says footprints on the sands of time. I, did, I really like that metaphor and I feel like it can help a lot of people. Just ask them, have you left the legacy? Have you lived the life that you want to live? And if their answer is no, they continue. If their answer is yes, they're ready. Interesting. That's my opinion. I respect that. Um, our last question is, which one personally helps you cope with the idea of death? And this is a very touchy subject, mm-hmm. but I feel like while reading these poems, it's something that we should discuss. I think that Thanatopsis is kind of the way I go. I don't feel like I need to leave a legacy. I don't need very many people to remember me. Just really my family, which I doubt they're going to forget me anytime soon. I mean, I'm, I'm in all the pictures with them. So, um, but I, I don't care if I leave like this huge legacy that everyone remembers. I just, it's kind of nice to think about like being one with nature and just like I don't know. Chillin', like just chilling. I, I like the ocean. I like outside. It just you feel it's more not, comfortable there. Yeah, it's not something I stress about. And see, I'm actually the total opposite. I want to leave a legacy. Yeah. When I was reading the footprints on the sands of time and thinking about legacies, it reminded me of the Disney movie Coco, where they are in the afterlife, and if. Um, people forget about you, people who are living forget about you, you kind of re-die again. And I'm that's always stuck with me, and I've always wanted to leave a legacy. I want people to remember me. 
I want people to think well about me once I'm gone. And that's just something I've always wanted. Um, it's probably not like very healthy, but it's something I want to do and I do work for it. Like I try to be kind to others. I try to do big things and it's something that I've always wanted. So Osama Life helped me more. It gave me more of like, like a go get it, go do it sort of feeling. And I like that feeling. Uh, I, I actually agree with Rachel there. Uh, I've always wanted to be remembered when that time comes. As she quoted, footprints on the sand of time. I really like that metaphor. Just because I want to leave a legacy. I want to be remembered. Not just by family, but like be remembered as Malachi. You know, and you <laughs> say that name and everyone knows it, you know. And I, I just like, and just like, knowing that you lived the whole life that you wanted to live, you've done everything you wanted to do, you've left behind what you wanted to leave behind. It's just, it helps me more. Just knowing that I've done everything that I've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I can accept the fate that everyone has. I really just feel like both these poems balance each other out. Yeah. That's a big thing. Like one is just, a more calming approach and the other is more go get them. It just appeals to the person. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Anything else to add? Any folks that stood out to you? Anything at all? I don't think so. I think we're about good. All right. So if you've made it this far, Thank you for listening to the whole thing. We're kind of going to go over what we went through. So we went back in time to a time period of romanticism, which was this big art all started coming out, and it was just a beautiful time, and poetry came out, and we looked at two poems that were from this time period, A Psalm of Life and Thanatopsis, which both talked about death, but in different ways. A Psalm of Life was more go get them, push it, like, you can do it, and if you are yourself and you work hard, then you will leave a legacy. Whereas Thanatopsis said, take a look at nature, take a look at the ocean, at the trees. One day you are going to be a part of that, and that's okay. It's going to be a good thing. And we also gave our own opinions on how we felt Mm -hmm. about how which one helped us cope with death which one we would use to help others cope with death which we had different answers for those like i prefer to solve my life but i would talk to somebody else using thanatopsis um oh okay (laughs) the computer shut off guys we thought we lost it it's okay that was very scary that was so scary well (laughs) I think that's a sign to wrap this up. The computer seems like it's done. So, for a little special treat, since our episode was called Rest in Peace and Halloween is coming up, we're going to talk about our favorite Halloween movies. So, my favorite Halloween movie was The Nightmare Before Christmas. I've watched it since I was five years old, and I know the words to every song. Uh, I really like the uh, show Halloween Town. It's just, you know, just one of those movies you watched every year with your family and you just continue to watch it every year. And I really liked Beetlejuice and Rocky Horror, even though Rocky Horror Picture Show is not a very 
people friendly necessarily movie. <laughs> it's uh, my mom really likes it, and I got into it a few years ago. All right, so thank you guys for watching. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I really hope you come back for another episode. This was the Links to Literature Saga with Rachel, Malachi, and Aiden. Bye, guys.